Greetings, creeps, and welcome to Horror Girl Problems, the podcast slash videocast. Thanks for listening, Mom and Nephew Noah. We have director Christopher Smith. His new film, The Banishing, is a classic haunted house tale now streaming on Shudder. It definitely gives me elements of classic 70s British haunted house horror vibes. In other words, I fucking dug it. So without further ado, I give you director Christopher Smith. All right, thanks for coming to hang out and chat today. No problems. It's a pleasure to be here. So today we're going to talk about The Banishing, uh, Christopher Smith, director of the new horror film, now streaming on Shudder. This is very much a classic haunted house kind of feel to it, which I really appreciated because it reminded me of old stuff that I grew up on. What were some of your yeah. inspirations? Yeah, very much so. We wanted it to have a kind of an old, you know, almost an old British um, hammer feel mm-hmm. um, from, you know, from the sort of period to some of the characters. You know, Sean Harris's ca- character, Harry, is very much a sort of Peter Cushion Van Helsing character. So we just wanted to give it a very old fashioned feel. Um, it was, you know, it's obviously it's about it's set in the 1930s. But we we wanted it to sort of have an old sensibility because sometimes you'll see stuff that's shot in the supposedly in the 30s, but it's you know it's very modern in the approach the the, the you know the HD camera all of that sort of stuff we mm-hmm. we sort of jettisoned really to give it a bit of a vintage feel. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely felt like 70s British horror to me, which is like so nostalgic because I grew up watching. I wasn't allowed to watch like rated R stuff. So I watched a lot of like 70s and much older films. Like that's what my parents would let me consume as far as horror stuff. And that's what it felt like. No, I was the same. I remember sort of sneaking downstairs as a kid and when I was about 12 to watch, you know, The Curse of the Werewolf or something. It was (laughs) it was on at about 9 p.m. But still scare me to death, you know, Oliver Reed in a, you know, and they, they shot those movies often in a similar way to we did where they just took over a house and a village. And that's kind of what we did. We, we, we filmed this on an estate where they gave us pretty much the run of that huge house. So we were very lucky. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you come about that location? So my the producer was friends, knew someone through a friend who basically owned the estate. So the old house you see at the end in the epilogue, the big sort of house, uh, I won't say much more about it, but the big house, that's the entire estate house. And what we filmed is our vicarage, if you like, is the is the sort of guest entrance or the servant's entrance on the back of the house. So it was, uh, yeah, we were very lucky. But it's because it's one of those big old-fashioned estates, they take a lot of money to run them. So I think they're always looking for ways to, you know, fill the coffers, if you like. Ah, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Like, this is how we fund running this gigantic place. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I like your skull vodka in the background. I can see Ah. that. Look (laughs) at that. (laughs) You got a little support skull vodka. I I feel like I got to do a little cheers and like take a little Yeah, no, definitely you do. (laughs) Well, good morning to you. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So this is based on a true story. Like, how? What elements of this are based on a true well, story? I mean, I someone said that to me when I first read the script, and I was like, "True? It's, come on, it's not true. <laughs> right. It's, it's like, true." I, I was mean, like, "How loosely um, are we using that term?" <laughs> well, the way the way I look at it is, that somebody, if you know, the true would be the characters are based in reality. Mm-hmm. Somebody went to that house and 
shall we say, had an episode okay. <laughs> based upon their personal <laughs> predicament at that time or whatever. You know, but I, I'm a strong believer that, that 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 you know we can that certain people they're in a certain place in their life with their own ghosts that they carry around with them, their own kind of demons can can go to a you know a place, a house. And it can trigger something in them. So I think it, in that sense, it's true. Um, I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not a believer in the supernatural. <laughs> I, I, and I think that kind of plays into the film, really, in a way. Is that this house is obviously uh, haunted, but I'm I'm slightly more interested, or as interested, in the in the demons that the characters bring along themselves. And so that's part of my yeah part of the sort of plan for the film really is that the the, the, the they are bringing their own troubles into that house mm-hmm. and that house is is like the petri dish for for what they're they're carrying that was a very cool element to it actually kind of the unfolding as we're learning things about these characters and there's just kind of like this unfolding of these layers coming across and they're like okay yeah these people have some demons i can see <laughs> yeah definitely and and you know they're very you know it's almost like it would have been a scandal in the 30s for a vicar to marry a, a, a woman. And, and yet he, he's kind of, you know, they, they have a dysfunctional relationship. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, he judges her. He almost despises her for having a past, you know. And I think and I think that whole, you know, well, when we talk about the, the 1930s as being the quintessential kind of cups of tea, England, kind of Downton Abbey, sort of vibe in actual fact there was a lot of prejudice in and around you know from from husband to wife you know homophobia racism the rise of fascism so we wanted to sort of put all of these really complex um issues into the into the to the writing really and sort of show that this was a very you know this is a period you know we're looking at the same stuff happening now that's the kind of the big fear for me and that was what was really driving me at the time was look this stuff didn't just happen in germany it can happen here it can happen now and and we're just you know we're definitely leaning into that when we were making it absolutely there's all these different kind of volatile elements and then you mentioned how he kind of despises her and i feel like he despises her, maybe despises himself, but also maybe despises her for having a past and then also despises her because he wants her in spite of that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's and he's scared of her. You know, he's, there's a number of complex things. And uh, I made a film with Jess before and she was at one point when we were shooting the scene by the bed, the kind of failed sex scene, if you like. He's like, why don't I what, what what's the reason I don't? I don't want to do anything. And I said, I said, I don't know. You're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to invent something. It's your demons in a way. And I, but, you know, it could be that, it could be that, you know, it could be, it could be that he's gay. It could be that he's, you know, it could be just that he's scared. So there's a, and I think all of the, the, the point of the whole thing is, is that in spite of these things, he, the, the, he he's carrying shame mm-hmm. and both of them, you know, and, and the tragedy is that even though she's she's a, you know a very you know she's kept her daughter she's suffered from mental illness she's the, the the biggest problem in her her is that she also feels shame and that society that society has made her feel ashamed and it's kind of and that's what I mean about that period it's a really interesting you know we shouldn't look at that period and rose colored spectacles mm-hmm. they they both have issues 
and and they both have to get rid of their, their own issues before they have a chance as a as a couple. My Siamese cat is just wandering. Oh. In. Hello, you, there she is. Oh. <laughs> it's all weird cat. Sorry to say that. There no, we go. cute. What's her name? Yeah, Maud. 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 Hello, Maud. Pleasure Maud. to meet you. Maud, yeah. <laughs> the <So>. Maud cameo. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's a very good point, though, because it's very easy to think, to to kind of look back at all of that time period and romanticize it. Mm. You've got to think, like, holy shit, like, how much shame would each of us be carrying around? Yeah. What would be all the the myriad of things that we would be shamed for? Like, it was just a laundry list. And it's still there. That's the Mm. thing is that, you know, we're still there. The good old days are now, and 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 yet we still have you know shame about mental health, and that's mm-hmm. still a taboo. People still don't speak out, and so I, so all of those elements we we wanted to put sort of very grown up kind of elements into it, but but obviously because it's a, a ghost story, because it's a horror, you still need to, you know, there's still a contract with the audience. You still have to, you know, I've made you know four or five horrors, and you you still have to scare people and entertain people, and. and the big influence for me, you know, I think is evident. It's certainly in Triangle, but also in this film is The Shining. And are you in the Overlook Hotel or are you in Jack Nicholson's head? And mm-hmm. not really ever knowing and think, you know, and not really ever resolving everything is always the scarier way for me. I, I hate those scenes where at the end everything's explained to you. Right. It's like <laughs> I like you to work a bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely had that element of like, wait, okay, is it is it actually haunted or are we just being haunted with within this character's mind? Like we're we're seeing their yeah. demons just kind of manifesting here, or is it actually haunted? But but, but also is it is it like you history repeating itself? It's that is also what haunting is. It's also seeing the mistakes we've we're making mm-hmm. that have already been made in that house before, that we're walking in the same footsteps. And I think um I think that's a big part of what hauntings are because you, we always say, okay, well, you know, I don't want to go down into the cellar, but then if you were to find out that something's actually happened in the cellar, that wouldn't be the reason I didn't want to go down. And it, but it does add to it. It does kind of <laughs> the two the two sort of coexist, you know. And right. yeah, yes, it's very much. Uh, there's a there's a speech that the vicar gives or a sermon that the vicar gives, and it's um. It's relevant for his time period, but it's also so wildly relevant to present times. And it's kind of like holding a mirror up to like the same. We're repeating so well, many of the same things. No, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's, it's almost like a prayer for Europe. It's like, yeah, let's hope we're all going to be OK. Right. That's exactly what that's exactly what they did then. You know, and that's the great, that's, you know, with hindsight, it's like, so yeah, it's trying to, it's, tr- you know, I mean, this is all sounding very kind of highfalutin, but that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to raise these things so that there's the interesting layers, but still have, you know, the scary monks and the scary right. woman and <laughs> all of those other things. But that's what really, what I really love about horror is that you, you get to, you get to raise these questions you know, it, it, it is it has always been a, a genre that lets you kind of explore interesting things subtextually, definitely. 
Absolutely. And it's not highfalutin. That stuff is is layered in in a way where it works. And I, I promise everyone it is a haunted house movie, but it has these yeah, other elements. We're making too. it sound like it's just <laughs> yeah. dry intellectual no, drama. No, no, not no. At all. These, are, these are buried away in yes. lots of jumps and scares. Exactly. <laughs> They're masterfully tucked in and baked into the mix there. So the overall, yeah. what you're getting is it's a fucking haunted house movie for sure. Yeah, you're basically right. You are. You are. <laughs> there, there's some good jump scares in there too. The monks and the ladies. Like I, not just to jump. I think I did like a ah, like I. It was an audible yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, it's a. It, these scenes were all fun to shoot as well, and it was. I mean, obviously, people mostly recognize Jess from Downton Abbey, and and but I'd worked with her before, and we had real fun doing this in the sense of Jess is. Uh, Jess can just turn on the the terrified, turn on the the emotion, and uh, and I'm like, how do you just do it? Like one minute she's chatting away, <laughs> next minute she's ding. <laughs> and she said, "Well, this is how I really feel. This, this is this is my normal stuff. I'm actually acting and pretending to be happy." I said, "No, you're not. Don't say that. That's not true." Oh no, no, she's not really. She just, she just dropped that on me. And I was like, "Really?" No. <laughs> I have to say, I am a huge Downton Abbey nerd. So, and I, I really love. I'm such a fan of Jessica. So, seeing her in this was great, and kind of in a different role. And she's so expressive. Like you said, she can just oh, kind of turn it so on. Like brilliant. she just got these like eyes, and you're just like feeling it boring into your soul. And she's just oh she's my amazing. god, she's and she's just lo- she's a lovely, lovely girl. Lo- you know, a lovely person as well. And so it's 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 one of those you know we can just. And because because we worked together in the past, we were able to to really go for it. But I didn't have to give her really any notes like that. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, okay, you've you, you've come down. You're looking at yourself, and it's you, and then you, yeah, you action. And she, <laughs> that's the look. That's it. So, yeah, and then she just very, is. <laughs> she just does it. Yeah. Nice. Makes your job nice, huh? <laughs> no, it does. Yeah. No, it's it's it can be easy when it's like when it's yeah. It's only difficult when it doesn't all work like that. Right. And then you've got to really step up. Yeah. There's I did criticise of- her a couple. So I was going to say I did criticise her a couple of times. I'd, I'd be like, "So you're the vicar's wife, but you, it's another outfit. You're you're looking very good. Nice yellow <laughs> jumper, a nice suede jacket." Where, where did you get your money before you uh, met the vicar? <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but she had some lovely costumes. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah. That's another fun part about a period piece is just the looks. You can just do all these beautiful, aesthetically wonderful things with it. Yeah, no, it's true. It's uh, it's it, the thirties and forties. It's just the, for for that kind of very set look. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. period, I think. Yes, definitely. beautiful fashion, and she of course she wears it amazingly. <laughs> she completely wears it amazingly. No, exactly. She the first wear, like, time a I trash saw- bag though. <laughs> She could, yeah. Jess could. The first time I saw her on in in costume, I, I I got the fear a bit. She was, it was we. Sh- the very first scene we shot was actually her arriving in the car, and she had her hair all set. And I was just like, I don't know. I got the fear. It was so made up. She was so. I was like, really? That's how you're gonna look all the way through? I said, you can't look like that. You just look so. How we we gotta break you down a bit? And and so I spoke to her and makeup, and I was like, eventually the 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 hair is gonna come down from the, the little neat set that it was, and it did. It did. Did. We, we we got her messed up pretty quickly to put together for a woman being haunted <laughs> well that's what i mean it, would, it, yeah. it can't stay like that the whole way through right. the film that was the, <laughs> that was the thing but, um, nice. definitely <laughs> are there any cool like anecdotes or any favorite moments that you'd like to share with us from shooting oh it was it was a strange shoot in the sense that um you know it's how do you know it's like you're all what you're always doing and people that 
I mean, before I made films, you didn't realize this, that, that nobody has, you talk about Kubrick and The Shining, nobody has the, the 70 takes, except maybe, I don't know, David Fincher, but nobody gets that many takes. You're always kind of up against it. And we had, we had fun with Jess and, and the, she's obviously got her daughter and the young girl, Anya, who plays her daughter was, it, you know, you're having to do a scene where basically, cut a long story short, Anya has kind of walked through the mirror and we had a bit of a mad scenario where everything she did the little girl was so good it would it would freak Jess out and Jess would corpse and we'd all laugh and so that amazing scene <laughs> where Jess is literally looking at her daughter walking off into the mirror was actually a really funny scene for us to film but it looks harrowing and I, I always say when people say about horror movies they're like you know what's that scary to shoot it's like no it's not scary to shoot you know it's never scary to shoot it's like my, my kids came on set and they were like you know is it okay to be here daddy and it's like you're not going to be scared <laughs> you know it, it, unless you've got zombies walking around yeah just uh, so so really yeah it was just you know it was just lots of lots of realizing how absurd what we were doing was right. that was the kind of main thing I love that that's one of the most chilling probably scenes in the movie. And then you just said it's one of the, it was one of the funniest ones. To yeah, shoot. no, exactly. Exactly. I had the same thing with the film that I made creep. The very first film It's a really shocking scene in that. And it's kind of really funny. It's so bonkers when you realize what it is you're shooting and it's really bonkers. Maybe it's the energy. Maybe it's the sort of level of performance that it becomes in a way, horror and comedy. I mean, that, that's why mm -hmm. when they're put together and it works, it's so joyous because mm -hmm. it's sort of like love and hate. They're kind of, they're very similar. They're, they're in the same world, I think. I think no, they set emotion. off, uh, yeah, they do. And I think they kind of set off the same set of like endorphins, like, so to speak, you know, yeah, like I when agree. you, when you yeah. a really good scare and it's like, oh shit. And then you're like, okay, I'm safe. And then it's just like this rush. And it's the, kind of the same rush that you get when you're like laughing very hard with your friends or something. Like it's yeah, kind of yeah. a similar feeling. <laughs> there is a, there's a moment where, where I think you mentioned it where, I mean, there's moments where, you know, yes, it was easy working with Jess. There are other elements where you go, oh, God, this is terrible. You know, the very first time I looked out the window when Jess is banging on the window because she sees the, these monks coming towards uh, the, the the maid, the, the sort of, um, how do we say, the sort of housekeeper. And she's screaming at the window. As soon as I looked at the monks, the, the way they walked, and the, it was just, oh, no, this is terrible. Oh, no. so, so I was like, this isn't scary. These are weird. These guys can't walk. And it was like, what? you know, they could walk, but they, you know, and then and then one scene, you know, I just, I was so paranoid that if you don't, if they're not odd looking, they're not going to work. And and then I, I sort of given this guy very specific things about how to walk. Because you always think if, if that you can hire somebody who's like a, you know, you, you think, oh, I don't need a, a performer. I could just get an extra to be in the suit. And then you realize the reason you need a performer is because walking is difficult if you're nervous. And this one guy, as he's walking along, he sort of trips over a bush and falls on his ass. And I'm like, well, you know, so there was a moment where I was scared that I was never going to work again. And these guys weren't going to be scary. But we got that there is not the a menacing monk. I need more menacing and less No, no exactly. Exactly. It's just some bloke. He looked like Gandalf. Just, no, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I think people so, underestimate the 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 amount of of performing that does go into something like eat like people who act in like a creature suit or something. But you you still have to act as that creature, and there's you certain movements. Do. Yeah. yeah, 
you know, he was a bit, you know, the guy did nothing wrong. He was a bit flat footed. He was sort of swinging his arms too much. And I was like, just kind of look brilliant. I couldn't really give him a note. Just don't <laughs> act like you are acting now. But I couldn't give him that note. But yeah, eventually, I think we got the producer to put on one of the costumes and he had to do it. But oh we got God. there in the end. And then, and then that was the first day. By day three, we'd hired actors. So we went from, yeah, using extras to hiring actors. Okay. You can't tell in the movie. I can tell, but I don't think the audience will. <laughs> no, the monks were definitely scary. Whoever made it into the final cut, they were menacing yeah. monks. <laughs> good, good. Okay, good. Also, good. that's just, just such like a visually striking thing. Maybe I also grew up with kind of imagery and watching movies of that, but like, that hood and then just the, that movement and you can't everything is kind of obscured and it's just kind of like a tunnel instead of a face you don't see any kind of features and that's yeah. just so scary to me i think all i mean i'm a real sucker for anything even semi-religious is scary i mean i only went you know i didn't go particularly religious family i went to sunday school a bit as a kid but i think there's something in our dna whether we grew up religious or not that kind of you understand the importance as a human being of faith and religion and how important it's been and it's kind of in your dna to be a little bit respectful and scared of it and i think so i think that's why the exorcist works that's why the these movies about nuns and it's just freaky a little bit i think think they're always (laughs) they're just free apart from buddhism buddhist outfits are not freaky i don't they don't scare me they're not they're not it's just sort of (laughs) Catholic Christiany stuff that really scares me. <laughs> yeah. Same. I don't know if it's just deeply ingrained in me or what it is, but that's the stuff that sticks with me. Like yeah. things that I saw when I was a kid that have to do with religious horror. Like as an adult, I'm like, oh my God, like I can conjure up those like vividly imagery of that kind of stuff and it just never leaves. No, no. You, I see a completely innocent nun walking down the street and you're like, ooh, ooh. Like, I'm a little bit scared. Don't look, kids, turn away. Like, not quite, but yeah. It's, it's, it's like that very fine balance of like, you could be very sweet or you could be very terrifying and I'm not sure which you're going to land that's on. That's right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's something that's a symbol of something that's supposed to be so good and like pure and then like morphing that and flipping it around into where it's completely the opposite of that. That's terrifying. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what I think it's also it's also like, yeah, I mean, the the story, the backstory for the film is very, you know, it's grim. And Mm -hmm. I think why it touches on. Now that we're now that we've lightened up our intellectual debate of the first half of the conversation, <laughs> I think why why it's so why it's spooky and scary is that this kind of stuff has happened as well. You know, mm-hmm. that the, the, there's so much we don't know that's happened behind the walls of institutions. Some we do know, and yeah, so the, the real world's always scarier than than the movies. I always find. You know. <laughs> Institutions and cover-ups and things of that nature are just innately horrific, and that's always terrifying. Absolutely. Yeah, and fundamentalism of all kinds. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> all right, that's all I've got for you. Is there anything else in oh. particular you'd like to share? No, no, just uh, I just think, you know, it's a, you know it's a, we've tried to create, and I think we, I'm really proud of the film. I'm really proud to have the movie on Shudder as well. They've, um, it's, I was, you know, five years ago, I was really kind of starting to worry about what would happen to kind of indie horror and the movies that used to be, you know, the midnight madness films that are the kind of grungy ones that we all love. 
and to, to know that there's now a platform where they can pull all that together and to be part of that quite early on. I'm really, really proud. So, um, yeah, no, enjoy the film. We've made it sound like I say, like it's uh, <laughs> an intellectual beast. It's, uh, it's, it's just there if you want it. But it is also, like you say, a really fun ghost story as well. So, yeah, have fun with it. It is, yeah. Shutter is a wonderful home for it. I'm glad that it that's where it landed. And uh, I promise you guys, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun haunted house. Yeah, if yeah. you love seventies British horror with haunted house, this is your jam. I promise you, you're gonna. Yeah, love no, this. exactly right. That's it. <laughs> All right, Chris. Thank you so much. Nice it was one. Nice to chat with you. Nice chance, you too, Angel. Thank you very much. Bye. Congratulations, Bye-bye. by the way. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you to Christopher for joining us. Make sure you check out the Banishing on Shutter. But I'm a little bit behind. I'm catching up. But I really love Jessica Brown Finley. I am a Downton Abbey nerd, so I was very excited to see her in this role, and she just nails it. And really, I grew up on a lot of 70s British horror, so it was kind of cool to have that vibe kind of like as the bedrock for this. If you're into that, you're going to like this. The Banishing on Shudder, that's all I got, and I'll catch you on the next episode for some more spooky shit.